0: So Zeke, yo, I just have to say your troll was duly noted. I noticed you went on a barrel pick yesterday and a lot of people know that I've been going to the gym a lot and posting stories of being at the gym, encouraging other large people like myself to get back in shape during this time. And I might've used a hashtag one point, no days off to which you were then sitting, picking a barrel with the hashtag, no days off. Expert troll, my hat's off to you.
1: (laughs) Well, A, I was a bullet. B, that was technically um Justin's idea, not to throw him under the bus. But he's like, bro, John's got up another no days off pick. You gotta troll him. I was like, done.
0: But I do have to say, I I smile a lot more. I am happier now that I am back in the gym, getting back to where I used to be, because y'all didn't know me about seven, eight years ago. I let myself go pretty bad. Before Zeke knew me, I was actually in shape.
1: You were in a fight in shape. We played kickball.
0: Not to where I was before. You look great up there, Pigeon no 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 i was not where i should have been
1: yeah so as we had a conversation the other day and edwards is explaining how with everything in the world going on these days that you know being in the gym is just a, a great stress reliever and making things better i have the infinite wisdom of well edwards you know as you lift the weight the weight is lifted <laughs>
0: My name is John Edwards, and with me as always is the great philosopher Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. So so, Socrates, what are you up to?
1: You know, there's a reason they call me Dr. Zeke sometimes.
0: I have to say that beard you have growing in, you're kind of evening out the goatee a little bit more.
1: No, I don't need to shave. I'm sticking with the goatee for another week or two. I think it'll make it to the buffalo trace pick. You know, if nothing else, the goatee might look kind of like a buffalo or something. And after that, I'll probably.
0: Can you just shave the chit off so you get the big handlebar mustache, then shave it all off after that?
1: No promises. We'll see what happens.
0: I hope that happens. I really do. But I do have to say you have been very zen like as you have grown the goatee. This philosophical magic has been coming out in a lot of our private conversations, like as you lift the weight, the weight is lifted. I feel like you've been centered lately. Is there something that you're doing to get to this state of equilibrium that you now have?
1: Not that I know of. I take naps on my off days.
0: (laughs) Maybe that helps.
1: (laughs) I mean, literally, uh, I I laugh about it every time my kid says he doesn't want to take a nap. I'm like, buddy, the day the world starts to change for you is the day nap time goes away. That's the beginning of the the downhill spiral.
0: I know. It all goes downhill from there. Then you learn Santa Claus isn't real. It all just starts with the naps, though.
1: I mean, I can't think of anything else, that I truly was just like, man, I had it so good back then. Making a nap every day when we were supposed to. Like, no responsibility during that time. Just go sleep for a little while, bud. Like,
0: Damn. Well, my daughter has been fighting naps since she was two, so she wants to uh, grow up too soon, as they all do.
1: Don't worry. I, I'm more than certain I'm going to get the 100% enjoyment of being on the sidelines, watching whatever you suggest she should do. She's going to say and want to do the opposite. And I'm just going to you know, hear the stories, see it and laugh every single day.
0: That is how it has been for a long time. But anyways, let's get into it. Today's show is sponsored by Cass Cartel, changing the industry standard as to how you get your alcohol. They are like the Amazon of the spirits industry. They hook you up with merchants. Those merchants ship alcohol to your doorstep while you can sit at home, lazy on the couch, just using your phone, picking out what you want and getting it sent to you. So obviously it's an online retailer. Some of that stuff, the allocated stuff might be a little bit more expensive because of the convenience to not have to find fight in a raffle or anything just get it shipped right to you but your daily drinkers are going to be right on par with what you should get in the store so go ahead and check out Cascartel.com and cascartel on instagram they're always doing awesome giveaways to their followers zeke what we are drinking tonight you actually know more about this than i do we're on a text message thread with our friend sid from modern liquors his family also owns filibuster and they own the liquor store we had sid on the show we keep up with them and he said i want to send you guys something over something special and it's something that we really like it's a 15 year old sourced mgp product it was actually 15 years old it wasn't even mgp then it was still probably seagram's so this is seagram's distilled out of lawrenceburg indiana what else do you know about this bottle zeke well
1: actually on the back label it does say distilled by seagram in indiana so they solved that conundrum for you
0: i know thinking is hard talking is hard i mean we've had a couple <laughs> days off we've really been getting Actually, together sparingly i think
1: i'll tell you what was hard in a different realm but
0: i don't uh, want to know where you're going here but yes continue
1: so the, the the mustache part of the goatee was getting a little long and like tickling my lip it was, you know distracting me and bothering me during the day so one morning before work I take a little trimmer and I'm just going to trim those little hairs right at the front, you know, like right where the, it starts to curl on your lip. Yep. Well, apparently I missed one right in the dead damn center of my lips. And so I'm driving to work and I just keep like feeling this thing with my lips and my tongue and like I can see it in the rearview mirror. I'm like, oh, mm, like, I mean, it was literally stressing me out driving to work. So I'm then like, all right, what am I going to do about this situation here? Rather than do the logical thing and wait till I get to work and have scissors and just cut it. I have fingernail clippers in my car. So I decided while driving, I'm going to look up in the rearview mirror and get the hair in between the fingernail clippers and then clip the hair and hopefully not take off my lip. Guess what though? I still got my lip.
0: (laughs) That would have been a great cold open sometime that you just wasted on this show.
1: Oh, I would have forgot it. I mean, literally, I, I, I had forgot it until just then because I, I hadn't talked to him in a few days when I did it. But yeah, I, I was like, man, in it's in all way. It's pretty impressive. I got to say, I, I patted myself on the
0: back. Now, two things I want to bring up to you. The first one, you know, where it really gets me is, you know, when the top of your mustache gets your nose, like right up here. Mm-hmm. Where right where your nose meets the top of your, your mustache there. I have a hard time trimming that. And then I always get called out like, Hey, you missed a couple things. So like when I take the trimmer, I try to go up there, it doesn't go all the way up. And I have to take scissors and get that area. And if I'm running quick and I forget to to put the scissors to it, I always get called out like, Hey, you missed a couple hairs up there by your nose.
1: Well just turn the, the trimmer the opposite way, invert it.
0: I'll show you, I don't want anybody to think that I'm trying to get a sponsorship by this trimmer, but I have a very, very good beer trimmer that I will share with you when we are not on the podcast. (laughs) We only have two sponsors. I don't know why people think that we try to get a whole bunch of sponsors. We've stuck with the same sponsors for a year, and we're very content where we are. So I don't want anybody to think I'm selling out. I will share this with you separately.
1: Unless it's cigars or beef jerky. I'll uh, we'll, we'll ration for those.
0: The other thing I wanted to bring up to you is, you know, we always talk about you writing down these cold opens so that you can come back to them. Do you know now that you actually have a phone that's a little bit more upgraded? Do you know that you could do a voice note on your phone so you don't even have to write it down? You could just go to the voice note and talk in what you want to bring up and then you have them there that you can then consult before we do the show.
1: Does that require Siri? No. Okay, because me and that hooker do not get along.
0: (laughs) Do you insult her? And she goes, I don't know why you talk to me that way.
1: My mama listens. I'm not going to say what I say to Siri on here.
0: You know you could turn Siri off, right?
1: I want to do more than turn her off.
0: Well, let's get to this whiskey. I feel like the people wanted more of an insight into Zeke. I like to give the people what they want a little bit more each show. Unravel the onion, so to speak. So today we learned he cuts his mustache hair with toenail clippers and he hates Siri.
1: I'll also throw out there really quickly because I would feel bad if I didn't say anything. Very jovial mood today. Uh, the pick yesterday at Bullet was an amazing experience. Uh, any of us in the hobby, yeah, we're all here for the juice, but it, you know, it's all said and done. It's the experiences at times that, that you remember and stand out. Yesterday was a blast, wonderful picking experience. If you or a group you're in have a chance to go or a store owner, you know, et cetera, whatnot, what could not recommend it more as being just a really, really good time and some good juice.
0: This is longer than we normally go without getting into it. So, sorry about that, y'all. This filibuster 15-year, it is what proof, what ABV? So,
1: it is 15 years. Again, Seagram's distilled in Indiana. So, back then, I guess it would have been uh, LDI, at least, you know, who technically made the juice and put it in the barrels. It came out at 114.10 proof. According to this nice looking label here embossed in Boston Gold, I believe that there was two different barrels they put out from what I understand, at least from what Sid informed us as inevitably we asked, well, how many more of these 15s you got left? Can we get our hands on one? Sorry. This was the last we had.
0: Point of clarification, not to be a jerk. It actually was not LDI then. It did not become LDI until oh, 2007. They
1: oh, they bought it from Secrets. Shit, I'm dumb.
0: Ah, no, you're not. I just want to make sure we're accurate.
1: <laughs> we had a good roll reversal today. I like this.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so should I go first because this is a yeah, roll reversal?
1: Because I gave you the sample of this one because the bottle came to me.
0: Yes. Should I do all sorts of Zeke stuff? Should I be like so the nose or whatever you want to call it uh, was hot and spicy powdered sugar is what I got. I think there's like a confectionery, of powdered sugar that's there on the nose that's really sweet, but there's also a little bit of spice to it and a little bit of an ethanol burn. I get on on some of the MGP, You know, yes, no shit. It's 114 proof alcohol, but it does give that nose a little bit of a tingle if you do a good sniff in there. Moving on to the taste, just getting my Zeke lip smacks in there that I edit out for all of you so you don't hear it. I got quite a bit of rye spice. Surprised at how much spice I got on this one, but there was almost a caramel creaminess to it was also in there. I was I was surprised at how much oak was not in this for a 15 year Indiana product. But the oak really to me was on the finish. And it wasn't an off-putting oak. It wasn't over oaked. It was funny enough, more of like a creamy oak. It made you want to smack your lips a little bit on the finish. It just was nice. I did get a fair amount of oak. It was faint, you know. The the oak was there on the finish, though.
1: Assessment and resemblance, a little, little off here and there, a little off, but you know, you're you're in the ballpark. (laughs) Which which I I truly love these moments because it's something that I would never realize I do, and in the moment Evers does it, I'm like, son, got me.
0: You do the, you know, in the ballpark or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Laughably, though, (laughs) this. Let's get all the Zeke things out of here right now. Laughably, whatever you want to call it, smack in the lip, the um, that people don't hear. I take the ums That's out.
1: My laughably is provs, etc.
0: Yes. <laughs> the funny thing on the inverse, I could tell you all of the things about me too. Like as I hear us every week, I'm like, damn it, I said that again.
1: Oh yeah, I, I know, buddy. I, I let some of them slide for you.
0: Oh, well, you know I edit it all out. <laughs>
1: Uh, I know. I just feel like, you know, Like we talked about offline. Oh, yeah. Uh, the flow hasn't been as upbeat recently. And, and along those lines, we've, we've been in more of a, not a rut, but, yeah, you know, we, we, we could use a little pipe, a little pop spice and zest and we, we've got it going today. I'm proud. I'm happy.
0: No, it's not you. It's totally me. It's okay. I know that I crave the interaction, the interpersonal being in person, having the experiences with each other, and I'm not loving this virtual thing so much.
1: Sorry, I mean, I'm not much to look at. I'm more of a person you just want to be around.
0: Or hit when you're around. <laughs> what do you think about this whiskey?
1: So nose-wise, I put down the uh, kind of a, a chicory smell to it. It, it definitely was dried, aged wood i mean you you can tell that there is you know, this thing was in the barrel for a while it, it kind of got also some light clove and tangerine kind of thing going on um like some of the stuff you'll get around the holiday season the thanksgiving or christmasy and there's also a, a butter toffee to it i got really light butterish toffee definitely um you know as far as on am a color scale for toffee this would be just starting to brown. It wouldn't be very much at all. Or like a uh, if you had a, like a peanut brittle or something. You know what I mean, though?
0: Yeah, I totally get what you mean.
1: Palette-wise, and I moved this thing around because obviously we have different taste buds all over the tongue, but from some group chats where we're in, different folks have picked up you know, different notes than I seem to get when I get into it. And maybe they got a different barrel than we did, but I really tried to move this thing around and, and see if it, as it hit different spots. What kind of variety I could place. It's very consistent. There's a fair amount of oak, a fair amount of spice. It, it doesn't overwhelm or off put in any way. That's really you know what I get from it over and over as I you know nose move it around, go from the front back, side to side like Dr. Dre whatnot. It's very singular in what I get. Um, it it really kind of reminds me of the Wild Turkey Bald and Bond the 17 year that just came out. It, it's a different presentation of oak to my opinion, and I've honestly you know tasted them side by side here earlier, and they're they're noticeably different but also very similar in the regard of the proof isn't too hot. It doesn't overwhelm you, but you kind of get what you get, and that's what you get or all you get, you know?
0: I understand that. You know, I kind
1: of thought going through these, the biggest takeaway I had was that clearly wood has changed. You know, heat's heat, and fire's fire. And unless the folks, you know, at Independent Stave and, and other, um, you know, cooperages or cooking, to, so to speak, these barrels in a different way clearly the wood has a much different composition now or the stuff we're drinking for the most part than it did years ago because i mean the majority of the the 12-year stuff i've had that was also from you know seagram's ldi whomever anything 12 and over to me had a very strong char input it was kind of bitter just really drying and nowhere near as is, is palatable or enjoyable as this porous to me.
0: It's almost funny because that can go. If you think about the wood and, and what we've talked about with people like Greg Snyder and you know, Dan Gardner, those runs of wood can change yearly, just like your know, runs of whiskey can change. You might have a really good year with wood, or you might have a shortage one year, or you might be worried about something. They're going to have to go to some of the different cooperages because you're not getting a lot of that northern wood. And then you're maybe going down a little bit and it has a different profile. So it just further adds to the fact that there is so much that goes into how the whiskey tastes when it eventually gets to the bottle and into your glass. There are so many different things that could nudge it one way or another and it's funny you can have the same seagram's ldi mgp stuff side by side by side the cooperages or how the wood is going to be will make it turn out differently i mean you think about what our friends at garrison brothers were telling us when shane was saying how they use the different cooperages and they could tell you which cooperage comes from which bottle that's how much of a science they have it down to is they're like oh yeah i tasted that that's a kelvin
1: no i i I couldn't agree more it's just you know kind of an an interesting uh periscope into you know back in time or or however you'd phrase it of looking back like well you know clearly things were a little different
0: heck yeah they were so what do you think and this one you can't get in the store anymore but you could probably find it on the boards
1: yeah i haven't seen too many on the boards surprisingly granted i haven't really seen boards much recently with work and other stuff but i believe both barrels i know were sold either in the store or online they could ship to certain states i don't remember what those were i think they're for you know a couple of weeks they were kind of sprinkling these out and you know putting up so many per day just to keep folks coming back to the site as best i can tell now i think it's definitely long gone and think this thing was 125 or 175 i could be wrong but it wasn't astronomical that that's for certain
0: no compared to what other distilleries are putting out for 15 year indian yeah, juice
1: everybody that's put out 12 plus juice whether it be bell mead traverse city um back when boone still had barrels you know they were all in this ballpark of pricing so it it it's by all means what i would call uh you know Fair market
0: value. Totally agree. If you can find, I mean, it's an enjoyable pour. It's enjoyable MGP for the age. I think there's been some Traverse City at 15 years, 14 years that I've also enjoyed for an older Indiana product, but not a whole bunch of stuff here that you can go off of because. A majority of those over 12, 13 years get a little bit oaky. So I think when you get one of these that aren't over oaked, you're kind of like, oh, hey, this one's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not been in the barrel too long by any means. I would have to, you know, speculate at a younger age, it probably was a little sweeter. And I, I guess another area I think of too is it's definitely not like my wheelhouse we all know i i I like the, the sweeter ones the ones with you know a big more floral nose to it uh you know yesterday the the barrel i was immediately on it was sweet floral just crushable bottle but there's still tons of people especially guys that get into both bourbon and scotch which is more your area than mine well you know they appreciate this level of wood in a still balanced enjoyable product And it's getting harder and harder to come by. I mean, it's not gone by any means, but what you can find ain't what you used to be able to, you know? So, I mean, I I think in that regards, there's definitely people that I would say will appreciate and enjoy this more than I do. Not saying I don't enjoy it, but I know that there's people, this is their wheelhouse 110%.
0: I totally agree. If you like this type of stuff, if you like this MGP, you're going to be all over this. So
1: That wild turkey bald and bond. If you you love the most recent Master's Keep, to me, this is right in that same realm as far as what the profile offers, what you get from it, and the quality of the juice, for sure.
0: Totally agree. On that note, I'm in. I think you're in.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a fun pour, uh, great for shears. And again, you just can't find this damn kind of juice anymore, even if it's not my wheelhouse. For one bottle that you know there's only two single barrels to begin with at 175, I'm not going to buy it if I'm tight one month or a paycheck or something, but if I've got the means – Yeah, I'll take this just to have and pour and share with people and enjoy because it's getting harder to find these unique things, whether they're in your wheelhouse or they aren't. And that's what makes the sharing and the conversations fun.
0: I think I'm 100% with you on that. I like the way that you put it. If I'm tight for a month, this is the one that I'm probably like, hey, guys, I would love to any other month, but I just bought some patio furniture and a swing set, so I'm out. But if I could, I would. That's kind of where I'm at.
1: And, and definitely a, um, a big shout-out and thank you to Sid for providing us with this bottle. He did send also in, I believe, a, I'm not sure if it's single barrel or small batch. We'll have to check before we uh, do the you know, a review on that one of their own current make.
0: You did uh, not give me a sample of that.
1: I haven't cracked it. I, uh. I haven't even pulled it out. No, no. Yeah, no, no. I figured since these are they're two totally different products other than the label both saying filibuster – it would be a disservice to do them both at the same time and you know muddy the waters on two totally different products
0: this is a first that zeke has not cracked a bottle that was sent to him before me
1: i mean it's in my position but it's not
0: <laughs> fair, fair enough <laughs> Zeke, I also want to say thank you to Sid. I also want to let everybody know that today's show is also sponsored by PremiumBarProducts.com, the number one place you can go to get the official Dad's Drinking Bourbon Glencairn glass. They also have awesome glasses there that you can laser etch and personalize yourself. Zeke, I think we might talk to the person who started the perfect dram. That is the glass that I'm obsessed with. I have one for you. I've not given it to you yet. It's that three ounce glass that I think is perfect for tastings. And I really want to get us like 12 of them so that you can have six and I can have six and we could do our tastings that way. But I I really do love this glass. We might talk to the the guy who started it. It came out a long, long time ago, but something interesting to think about there. But go to premiumbarproducts.com, get the dad's drinking bourbon, Glen, and a lot of other awesome glassware too. If you are a distillery or a store or a bourbon group and you want to laser etch and personalize a larger order of glasses, reach out to me and I will be happy to get you in touch with the folks over there. Zeke, the folks can find us on Facebook at dad's drinking bourbon, Twitter, at bourbon dads, Instagram at dad's drinking bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. I'm assuming you already did because you're listening right now. Leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Where else can the folks find us, Philosopher Baker? Good old Nashville,
1: Tennessee, maybe even up in Kentucky in a few Fridays. Cheers. Ciao.